Hello and welcome to the Three Amigos FBL show ahead of Game Week 36. I'm your host, Don, the Marple Curse, and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars and my amiga Kylie. Welcome to the show, folks. Um, we're just literally hot in the heels of a very disappointing 2-0 win for Man City over Man United, for us Liverpool fans anyway. But um, tell us, Kylie, I know you had a good FBL game week, so how about you lead us off with, with your tales of, uh, of good luck for, uh, to, to, warm us, to warm our cockles a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I did still have some, some bad luck in there, but I... Despite that, um, over the 100, granted, not by much. I think I'll sort of finish on maybe about 105 or something. Um, but that is my best score for the season so far. I was unfortunate with KDB injury, the Valerie saga, and then I obviously had some sort of um, mental breakdown because I took Dunk out for a hit to bring in Monreal, which was terrible, but we move on. Um I did I did have some things go my way, which was really nice. I had Jota. Donny scored again, finally. I've had that man for 30 weeks, and it's been a long time coming again. Um, Larice didn't play the first one, but came in with a clean sheet for the second one. And Andre Gray, who was really the, the guy that I had zero expectations of, uh, did something. So I think my bench boost, which I played, delivered me uh, 25 points, and that includes Valerie's one-pointer. So there was a bit of bad, but for the first time in a long time, the good outweighed it. So I am pretty happy about that. Nice one, yeah. I um, was also on bench boost, and I ended with I think 24 points from my bench boost with the uh, with the Brighton boys coming in nicely, Duffy, Ryan, um, and also then Ward Prowse. But um, my, unfortunately, I I made a little bit of a mistake, but I'm, I don't regret it too much. Was um, I I I had originally set my captaincy on Mane, you know, at the end of the last game week or just you know after the deadline passed. But because um, I was feeling, I just wanted to go with my Liverpool attacker. But I had actually thought I changed it back to Sterling, but um, didn't. But yeah, anyway, we live and learn. But um, I ended up on 91. Um, that's with the hits, so 95 minus one. Um, and so pretty much my rank is staying around that 26k. So no real movement. But um, Marzi, um, how did you get on in game week 35? Um, and Try to sound, try to do as I'm doing, and try to sound like your world hasn't fallen all around you with that, um, with that Man United Man City result. Nah, meh. Never had hope. I, I wanted to believe, but yeah, whatever. United are so rubbish. I seriously mm. hope they don't finish in the top four because they don't deserve it. Um, but yeah, you know, we can't. Re- well, we need to rely on someone, but we just have to win our games. You know, that that that's mm. all we can do right now. And if City win it. You know what? Hands up and fair play to them because they 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 deserve it. Um, mm. Whoever wins actually deserves it because they both had a magnificent season. Uh, yeah, uh, not a bad week. Okay, week ninety two points. I think I finished on uh, uh, some decisions didn't go. So yeah, well, humming and ahhing all week on Aguero Jimenez. Aguero Jimenez really made no difference. They both didn't do nothing. Did, did nothing. Um, but I had uh, Lurie. I had Bennett for one of his clean sheets. Uh, my uh, my chore version two gamble of McTominay got me a nice zero. Uh, didn't even play today, which I was surprised by. I thought he will. I thought he would definitely start today. Um, not that I was thought he would do anything special. I was joking, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but apart from yeah, you know, I kept Dunk Duffy. Um, I had Foster in goal, which was more, uh, as well as Lurie, which is probably the biggest surprise that Watford did not keep any clean sheets. But hey ho. And then um, yeah, Gray Gray worked out well. Nice 11-pointer from him. Didn't expect that, but yeah, it's all right. I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy enough with it. I was I was uh, I moved from 115 to 80k yesterday, and not many points today. So I'd, I'd imagine I'd go back a little bit. But the fact that none of the captains delivered, hopefully, the, the annoying thing is I originally had Doherty and uh, Jota along with Mane, but I decided to have Salah, so I had to move those two out. So lost a few points over, and not many, but. 
the, the, the problem with those two, they highly owned even with the dead teams. So it's the dead teams that worry me more than anybody else because everybody who made their teams um, probably had similar players. The, the the teams would have the players that they picked from the beginning and they're the ones that you worry about when when the big highly owned players deliver. But yeah, let's see. I think I'll remain outside the just inside the 100 or out, whichever. The right side of 100. Uh, we'll It'd see. be good if you're in the. That'll be probably the first time I think this season that all three of us have been in the top 100k. So that'd be good. But um, of course, Marzi, the the highlight of my game week 35 had to have been um, meeting you and your lovely family over in London. Oh yeah, that was, was a lovely uh, thing, wasn't it? It was nice, right? That was quality. Yeah. Don't know how the four, four hours just flew by. Yeah. We so were, we can't say we we'd were. Never um, we were there. Yeah, we were there, and you know, like Kylie, you'd be. Um, you know, you'd be there going, right, the dinner would be over in a couple of hours. And you'd, but the four, we were there four hours sitting down there. Everyone in the restaurant was, um, we, I noticed there was nobody in the restaurant that was even remotely in. They were, they, we were in our, having our, probably our dessert by the time some of these people who were leaving were, uh, were, 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 you know, coming in. It was, uh, it was not, it was, we had a lovely, lovely, <laughs> we had a lovely, lovely, um, lovely meal and, um, not Marzi is a lovely family, so it was great chatting to his wife and uh, yeah, and same, yeah, and it was, it was beautiful two little it girls. Brilliant. I'm very Reed, jealous. Um, jealous that we missed you, Kate. We missed oh, you. Yeah. No. We were, um, oh. but uh, you would you would have fitted in right with um, me and me and Marzi's eldest girl Hannah were um, were having a great old um, fight, throwing stuff across the table at each other during the meal, so <laughs> she could have joined right in on that one. But, um, Hitting the table behind us. <laughs> yeah, we we have a lot of things to um, we have a lot of things, of course, to discuss. Um, and uh, as we've as we've mentioned, of course, now Man City are at the top of the table, but it is still only a point in it between Liverpool and Man City. So a lot of the listener questions that came in were to do with: Is it a case of just tripling up on Liverpool, Man City, and kind of making up the rest of your team in other ways? Um, about possibly whether or not there's Man United assets worth having with their two tasty final fixtures this season. Um, but let's let's uh, kind of let's I guess dive straight into that triple up um, question. Um, Marzi, what what's your plans and who who are you planning on looking at the match tonight and over the double game week and also the Liverpool match against Cardiff? Um, who would be your kind of triple up in Liverpool and Man City? Who would you like to have in there? Um, obviously Aguero probably, um, and either one of Mane or Salah. But um, where do we well, like to say between the defense, the say defensive double up, or, or yeah. potentially like Firmino in your in your team? Yeah, I mean, I already, I have Salah, Robertson, and Aguero, uh, also KDB, but he's injured. So my plan was always to bring um, either Sterling or Mane in. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Mane this week, so my so KDB will move. Uh, probably go four four two, get rid of. Gray or whatever, you know, bring Shen Long, put him on the bench. Um, so, yeah, my plan is to really go attacking. Uh, I'm looking at all the attacking players. So, Sterling will come in the game week after. And I haven't owned, I only owned him in one week, which was the free hit when he did nothing. So, um, he didn't punish me much this, this game week, which was good. But to be honest, they're the two teams that I want all the attacking players. I, listen, if you already have two. A lot of people have double defence for Liverpool. You, you don't change that. You keep it and you have other Salah or Mane. Just gamble because they will match each other. My my, my hope is that, uh, you know, listen, we've got... A, yes, no disrespect to Huddersfield. If we don't beat them, we don't deserve to win the league. <laughs> it's a big banana skin, but we have to win that game. Like I said, it's we have to win It's only a couple games. more times to say that. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> they will be gone. He's gonna have to find a new victim for next season. So for, for me, for me, um, yeah, Mane will come in. Um, actually, especially with this New York Salah saga, uh, some 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 stupid reporter saying, "Oh, he's falling out with Klopp. He wasn't supposed to." No, Klopp knew he was going to New York. He was always going. I didn't realize it was is going. He's going this week. He probably is already back. I, although I did look for training pictures, I couldn't see him. The reason I'm talking about this is because. If you have Salah and you were going to triple captain him or captain him, there should be a question in your mind. Now, I think, especially after today's result, I always I always said on Twitter, Klopp will play the strongest team. He cannot rest players. I know it's Huddersfield, but we can't. There's four days. I mean, come on, these guys are professional players. We don't have that many games. Three games to go plus whatever's in the Champions League. Um, he will I play the think, strongest team. I would think, though, Marzi, they're... He did look, look, though. Yeah. And I'm a lot of the, pizza. 
I'm sure that two pizzas were not just for him. I'm sure he was with somebody else. Are you sure, Matt? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, let, yeah, it's um, but one thing I would I would be slightly concerned about would be the fullbacks. I think that Robertson and Trent have looked a bit tired of late. Um, so I yeah, would be maybe, shocked to see maybe. say Gomez coming would, in for Trent. Um, I would wouldn't bring, be surprising I would bring for me. Trent in if I didn't have him right now. He's the one that I would think is under more risk. I can't see Robertson being dropped. We just don't have a left back. Who are you going to put? I, I wouldn't trust Moreno even against Huddersfield. Uh, you could put Milner, but there's no point. I prefer Milner further up in midfield. Uh, Gomez could come in um, right, right back, back, probably. But... Yeah, maybe. I, I wouldn't disturb the centre back. The centre backs, Matip has been absolutely unbelievable. Really proved me wrong. I'm happy. Well, with that. With some, one of these days, he has to just um, take on that shot and put oh, it in yeah. the top corner. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Last game of the season, place, yeah? the wins the league. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, no, I agree with you. If there's one risky one, uh, look, I think Trent and Salah are question marks until we see and we hear what's happened, you know, what Klopp says, you know, is Salah back? Has he trained enough? Uh, I would imagine he's already back, to be honest. I think the thing was Tuesday, so he probably was already back today. Um, but let's see. Um, and like I said, yeah, for me, I'm loading up on, on the attackers. So Mane followed by Sterling. Um, I'm not. Yeah, of course, you can, if you already have Laporte or double Liverpool defence, you keep them. You can, if you want to go defensive, you can because they probably will keep clean sheets. But I would rather the attacking uh, the attacking teams. Mm. The attacking teams. Um, how about yourself, Kay? Would you um, in the for the Man City assets? Um, what way are you prioritising them? Bernardo Silva, of course, is my little secret weapon there in 35, and he came home um, with, and he looks like he's nailed, pretty much nailed in Pep's uh, first team. But um, what do you watch from? Do you drop, of course, next week? But um, the what, what would be your kind of triple up in Man City? And would you be looking at their defence or more like Marzi's saying, stick to the or prioritise the attack? Well, I like. Like Marzi, I have Aguero and KDB, so that didn't work out uh, too well. I now have to get rid of um, De Bruyne. So uh, I will. I have Mane, right? So I'm not mm. looking to get Salah in. Um, so I kind of have my choice made there. I will be looking to get Sterling in. Um, I think that... Like Mars, I would be focusing on the attacking players. In terms of my position as someone who, yeah, I already have, um, I have two that I'm, I kind of am working with at the moment. I have Trent, who I'm hoping plays, but um, you know, I have a full 15. So if, if he doesn't, then it is what it is. Um, but I wouldn't be looking to supplement him with another Liverpool. Defender, uh, even though I'm not planning to get Salah in at the moment, I'm just I don't want to sort of expend too many transfers in that in that space. Um, so I'm I'm happy with Trent and Mane for the moment. I do want to get Sterling in, um, and I would be tempted by getting a City defender in, um, just purely because do you know what I have I have I said it on Twitter just before I've swerved Laporte for every double game week. And after the last two, I was like, there's, you know, I have to get him in. But then looking at those fixtures, I was just like, oh, there's no point. And then now he's gone and done it again. Um, mm. I think it's a case of um, trying to be too clever with some of my moves. Sometimes the obvious move is the good one. Um, so I think I would be prioritising attack for anyone who has room to fit in extra players from Liverpool or City, and I think it makes sense to be focusing on them. Uh, they have a lot to play for. Points are still really important for both of them, regardless of what happens. And look, a lot of the other teams, certainly the other teams that are contenders for top four, don't even want it. So why no, should they're just throwing it, they're passing it around, I think, between them. They're... Yeah. Uh, the let's let's actually kick straight on to you brought up there KDB you have to replace him in your lineup as do a lot of people because I think he was the kind of fashionable pick he was in great form he looked fresh um he looked nailed 
on in terms of the Man City midfield. But for people like yourself now who are looking to replace them, who would you be? Who are you? Who are you thinking at this moment you're going to go for? Yeah. And um, who, who do you think people maybe should be bearing in mind or shouldn't be forgetting about? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess firstly, it is really disappointing for him, uh, especially and. Uh, oh, forget him, forget him. Yeah, forget I was him. trying to be a bit selfless. It doesn't suit me. So what a <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Why did he do that to me? Um, no, it, it's disappointing because he looked really sharp. So I think that there were points to be had from him, um, which I didn't get in the end, which is annoying. But anyway, moving on. Uh, I think the obvious ones are, are, again, Mane or Sterling, if you don't have them. Most people won't be able to stretch to Salah and they won't probably won't look to stretch to Salah this week anyway, just given the slight doubt over him. So I think we can assume if you're looking at Liverpool, you're probably now looking at Mane. Um, likewise, Sterling. And Sterling would be the target for me. I think when you start to move outside of them, it gets a little bit tricky. If it weren't for the fact that uh, Chelsea are just a bit iffy, I'd probably say Hazard because he's kind of not, I think he's about 10.9. And their fixtures, I mean, they're playing United who, you know, are equally crap at the moment. Neither of them want to win, so I don't know what's going on there. They're playing Watford who concede a lot and then Leicester. So, you know, all right fixtures theoretically have something to play for, but I have trust issues there. I actually quite like some of the cheaper options. You know, I think um, looking at someone like Siggy is is appealing for me as someone a little bit different. They've got Crystal Palace, then Burnley, then Tottenham. And Everton have been decent. You know, remove the outlier match against United, okay, because that was just diabolically bad from United there. We're not expecting four goals from Everton, but they have had some really strong form of late. And I mean, look like Walcott scored in that match, you know, so I I think that that kind of says that we should not (laughs) make those assumptions Mm. uh, about future games. But, you know, I think they could be interesting. Um, It's, you know, Outside of those guys, it's hard. I know a lot of people were wondering about Pogba, but you look at Pogba tonight, he looked so slow. Every time the ball was near him, he was just like this stuttering camel with like legs that were flapping about and didn't know what he was doing. And so I just, you know, I just really don't like him as an option. The the fluky two penalties in the last game week were just annoying after we all sold him. I think watching United, they did not look as bad today as they obviously did against Everton, but they still just aren't good enough at the moment. So yeah, to be honest, they couldn't they couldn't look worse. Yeah, (laughs) it's uh, it was so bad. No, I agree with you. I think I think Pogba is appealing because they play Cardiff and Huddersfield, right? Yes, I would assume so. And the fact is, if if they beat Chelsea or get you know get a result out of Chelsea, they still have a chance. With Arsenal losing, they beat Chelsea, then Tottenham might, you know, secure that third spot. And then you've got three teams fighting for four. There's a so, reason on paper for it that I understand. Yeah. I yeah. think but who do you go for? It's impossible to identify who to go for there. <clears throat> well, from, from United, it would be either Pogba mm. or Rashford, I think. Martial is a, is a punt, but I don't like any of them. Pogba, potentially. Uh, Kylie did mention, uh, you know, we said Mane, if you can move to Salah, if you have Mane, etc., that they're good moves. Son is, is another player that we haven't mentioned. Son can't play. I think play a lot of people fights. have Son, though. Yeah, well, if, if you don't, don't have him, if you yeah. don't have him, and they play, because they, they've got uh, West Ham at home um, next game week, and he has to play because he's suspended for the first game. So he will definitely yeah. play. They've uh, West Ham, then they've Bournemouth, um, and then they've Everton. You know, when double game weeks are happening, our, our focus is is limited, right? Because we're predominantly looking at, at teams that are playing double game weeks, and we've just come through a really heavy period between blanks and doubles where each week has been so much defined by who is playing or who is playing twice. So now, it, it you know, this last little run, 36 to 38, it, it all opens up again for us. And our considerations are back to being around form, fixtures, does anyone have something to be motivated by? Yeah. And I think that teams like Everton, who 
you wouldn't look to move in before, right? Because you had other other priorities. You wanted to get Son in. You wanted to get all these other people in. I think you can start start to look at those teams now. And there's a few of them, you know, there's Palace. There's some of these guys who are still fighting. They're all safe, but they're still playing and they're still playing to win. So, yeah, um, I think you know the thing for me I'll, in in this run, you target the teams that are playing, that are pl- uh, planning to, um, oh, oh sorry, uh, teams that are going for it. So definitely, I wouldn't rule out United and and who they play in as well. You look at teams they play in. So the Cardiff, the Huddersfield. Uh, let's be honest. I think Cardiff sooner or later will be relegated. I'd I'd imagine they will be the third team that goes. So it's it's it's. And they, both teams can concede a lot, right? So that's why Pogba would be a consideration. Now, the other thing that you can do is decide to go heavy up top or in defence. Go to KDB, move down to Babel, for example. He seems to be on form at the moment. Fulham are playing freely. They've got nice fixtures. Um, so Palace are playing... Car- uh, sorry, Fulham, uh, Fulham are playing Cardiff, I think. Or I, I haven't looked at the fixtures, to be honest, for Babel. Um, but okay, so wanna, Fulham, yeah, they have Cardiff, Wolves and then Newcastle. Okay, so they, these are nice three fixtures. If, if he he might be wanting to try and secure another loan move or a permanent move back to the Premier League, he's on form. If you want to drop down from KDB to Babel to, for example, upgrade Gray or Jimenez if you're not happy with him, and go uh, like Vardy or Rashford or or, or another striker, Firmino, whatever, it's it, it's a viable move. Bring KDB down. I'm trying to beef up my midfield, which is why I'm looking at people like Mane and Sterling. Uh, if, you, if you don't have them. But if you want to come down and upgrade you, your forwards or your defenders to go to Laporte or go to Robertson or Trent or whatever, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a fair move. I, I think it makes sense what you're saying there. I think, like, obviously, prime targets, I think, would be Sterling and Mane. So, again, the City or Liverpool mids. But if you have them covered already, as many do, then... You know, there is sense in – because I, I don't think around that price there's anything really attractive outside of them. So I think there's absolutely sense in looking at some of these cheaper options that we've been talking about and beefing up elsewhere if you feel that there's genuine points to be had. Yeah, I think the other thing is really depends on your position, right? If you're chasing, then yeah. you need to go someone different, like Siggy. Uh, maybe uh, I don't know if Richardson is not. Go to somebody who not, who's really low owned. Um, now, if you are co- trying to consolidate, then you need to look around who the highly owned that you don't have and bring them in. If you're in the top yeah. hundred thousand, five thousand, you want to stay in that position. You need to bring the highly owned players in those last two games, because uh, it's just from history, the big players deliver in the last few games because they're all going for goals. There's a big fight at the moment for fourth. There's a big fight for. Golden boot. There's a big fight for the title, so there will be goals, which is why I'm really focusing on attacking players versus defensive players. Good stuff, Mersey. Thanks a million. Um, good, good thoughts there on um, replacements for KDB. Um, folks, let's move on to the listener questions, and we got a bunch in, and I think they cover a lot of the topics that we wanted to talk about. So we'll use them as kind of launch pads for our discussion. Uh, Paul Skyplayer in FPL was asking: There were many like myself who have been carrying the likes of Wilson and Gray. Um, to cover that bench boost, but who is the best third striker to see the season out? Um, he's assuming that everyone kind of has a premium plus Jimenez at this point. Um, so, Kylie, what do you think? Um, who would you be liking to have in that third forward slot? I presume it's that you're planning on playing them as opposed to just having a non-playing third forward on your bench. Um, but uh, what, what's your thinking? Yeah, so I I think that You know, the the third forward slot can be a bit tricky because in this case, you know, I would argue if you had the money to sort of go a bit higher, maybe Firmino might be a good call. But if it's your third spot, you're probably not. So you're trying to find someone who is playable each week um, that has the potential to get you points but isn't too expensive. And Jimenez has definitely been the most consistent and I understand fully. I mean, Gray... Delighted with that goal, but Dini will be back in and I wouldn't be expecting to see much more in the way of points from Gray. And he's a bit too expensive to sit on your bench at 5.9. And then Wilson is, I mean, that outlier match against Brighton 
Um, they are still at the beach. They just lost to Fulham. You know, it is what it is. So looking at the alternatives, I think someone that I would consider is maybe Zaha for something a bit different. Uh, he's, his form isn't amazing lately. I think he got a goal this week against Arsenal and a couple of assists in one of the matches a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they have been a lot better away from home than they have been at home, but they're still playing. Uh, they're still playing to win, even though it's kind of hard to see where the motivation is coming from. But I think we all remember the really strong finish that they had last season. Uh, PVA with his 18-pointer and Zaha scored in that match as well. Mm. Um, not a lot of people have Zaha. And he's not necessarily someone who I would have thought would be a first choice. But I think given the lack of enticing other options, Rashford, you know, we talked about United. Uh, he could be an option, but I still think that uh, he's limited in terms of what he can deliver. The other thing is, I guess, if you want to go a, quite a bit cheaper coming back to Everton, there is Calvert-Lewin. Uh, he's still playing, not necessarily delivering heaps, but if you wanted to go extra budget, you could look at him. And... Mm. Um, and then uh, if you just want to go crazy, I don't know why you would, but uh, you could go for the six-second man, uh, Shane Long, who suddenly knows how to score goals, which is mind-boggling. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of options out there. I wouldn't say that most of them instill me with any great degree of confidence. Uh, I do like the Zaha pick, though. I think he could yeah. be interesting. <clears throat> Marzi, don't, don't make any joke about Irishmen finishing fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I heard, Don. Um, <laughs> so uh, Zaha, the, the issue that I have with Palace in general and Zaha is that their form is actually better away from home, and they have two out of the last three at home. And I've just just seen something from Adam Hopcroft on uh, Twitter where he's had one goal and three assists assists at home out of the nine goals and eight assists that he's got. It's it's weird with Palace. They play really. I think it just suits their game to play on the counter away from home um, versus playing at home. But Zaha's a good shout. Another one again, really left field is Mitrovic. Again, uh, I've been really impressed with him, Babel. And if you want to be really different and have a cheaper striker, um, Mitrovic again has a point to prove. Maybe he wants to stay in the Premier League. Maybe he wants to get a a better move. Um, and again, they're playing freely. Uh, Scott Parker's letting them play and. Sometimes what what you get from relegated teams is they just go for it. Um, they've got the fixtures and he definitely knows where the goal is. So just just a, a differential one. The other one that I think we we all kind of forgetting about because of all the rotation and everything, but he didn't play today is Boomerang. He's also going for the golden boot. He's a bit obviously he's a lot more expensive. So talking about if you have KDB and you want to downgrade and go up, he could be a nice punt because a lot of people are moving off him. He hasn't played, so he should be nice and fresh. Just like again, just that it, it, it's still a risk of rotation, but he he does have 19 goals this season, and he will be fighting for that golden boot. And yeah, one thing it, to win. and one thing that the um, as as you did mention Rashford, but um, that's one way I could see Rashford maybe getting into my team if it was set up that way. It isn't, but if someone does have a cheap forward, third forward, and they have KDB. So maybe downgrading from him to Siggy or someone like that, and then basically um, and, and upgrading a little bit to Rashford as a third forward because he will be nice in them in them last two game weeks. But it's just a tricky one because if you're if you're planning on playing Siggy, then you're looking at you know who to bench in certain circumstances. And I don't know. The last I'm, one is um, the last one is Vardy. By the way, we didn't mention mm. him, and he lo- he loves an end of season party. He loves playing against the big teams. We've got high hopes for him against City. Uh, he's playing Arsenal. We saw their defence today. Uh, and, and overall, their defence is quite shocking. Yeah, his, his so, run is Arsenal, City and then Chelsea, which on paper does not look good, right? No. But he is, a, he is one of these. He's like the Wolves. Like, <laughs> he likes playing the big teams and seemingly tends to do better against them. So I wouldn't discount him he's for more a, space. a last minute. Yeah. It's, it's, it was it was between him and um, Firmino when I was looking at my own team, yeah. and it was uh, and it it is kind of a tough one. And as you said, I think the Verdi the Verdi 
Vardy always gets a way more space in behind these better teams, so-called better teams, than he does um, when he's when he's in a when he's in a tighter one. So, yeah, uh, I you think, know, it could I be good show. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are actually going to move from Vardy to Firmino, similar pricing, mm. and um, they may regret that. I understand why that they would do that based on uh, on fixtures on paper, but I don't know. I, I could see Vardy upsetting. A few people. He does like to do that. And the other one, cheap alternatives, is Newcastle. Hard to know what the uh, motivation is there because they're now safe. Um, but they do have Perez and Rondon. I mean, obviously, Perez just ran amok at the weekend. But um, they are cheap options. Again, I wouldn't say super inspiring. But I, I think that these options that you would have discounted before, you can – start to look at them again and it doesn't have to be super dreary. Yeah, but also I think that we can kind of, in a way, we've all been building our teams or thinking ahead to the bench boost, whether it was on our wild card or whatever. And I know personally I don't really like to have a massive selection decision. So um, getting one of those really, really cheap third forwards that you're going to have maybe as your first sub um, and just kind of leave him there and kind of invest more in the... In, in your starting eleven, it might it might work out quite well. Um, but uh, yeah, no, FBL addict as she wallet was asking about that to do with Pogba and Rashford, um, and so we we had that one covered off for you hopefully. Um, Jonathan Strack, uh, Marius, come to you first on this one. Um, he was asking his current midfield and forwards are KDB, Son, Eriksson, Delafeu, and Holberg, um, Lacazette, Ar- Aguero, and Jimenez. He's wondering about um, taking a hit to bring in Firmino and Mane for Laka and KDB. Um, what, what would you be thinking about that one, Marzi, as a, as a move? Um, it'd be taking a minus four, of course, but a minus four with that, with knowing that KDB is well, we don't know, but we assume that he's not going to be playing this coming game week. Yeah, I think it's a it's a, it's a fair move. You know, um, not being inspired by Arsenal uh, or Lacazette when he's been playing. Um, like I've always said, again, Arsenal are going for that top four, so um, it, it's a risk. But I think I can see why he wants to bring Mane and Firmino in. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a fair move. I have to say, I was somewhat impressed, though. Now it's it's one of these kind of traps. Lacazette has, and Arsenal in general have looked like a bit of a trap for me this season. But um, Lacazette has looked has looked good, and um, the rotation thing with Aubameyang though is something that I I just don't um, I don't know. Arsenal he's such an important player for them. I can't see how he seems to be rested so often, and I think that I don't think Arsenal have really hit um, hit where they know the players themselves know the way they're playing, and they haven't really settled yeah, into a rhythm yeah, like all year. It's it's also it's it comes back to what we sort of said last week and the week before. It's the away thing. So his record, uh, Lacazette's record, sorry, um, in the last couple of months at at home has been superb, really really mm. strong, so consistent. It, pretty much every week he's delivered something. Um, the issue is of the the three remaining fixtures, only one of them is at home. That's the game week 37 fixture at home to Brighton. Um, We don't know what the situation between Brighton and Cardiff will be at that point, whether Brighton will suddenly put on a monster performance again um, or, or whether, you know, Arsenal will be too much for them. But I just with, again, with, the with two remaining away fixtures at just I don't know that I'd remove him for a hit I understand the temptation to do it for Firmino and that could work out I definitely would do the KDB to Mane move though 100% um, mm. but I agree with you I, th- I, I just think they're very hard to read they are very There's hard to read factors. Yeah. They're like the expensive Bournemouth at this point. Yeah, they yeah. could um, they could have an explosive game or they could be diabolical. It's hard to know. Um, the Hornets. Just want to say thank you. Uh, just want to say thank you to Jonathan Stark for his lovely comment following oh, that question oh, yeah. where he said he loves the pod. It. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we do indeed. Thanks, Jonathan. Um, thanks a million. Um, Hornet at Horton, Hornet FBL. Um, he brings up an interesting topic because, of course, a lot of people who have that triple captainship. We're looking at this game week with Liverpool up against Huddersfield as a likely time to play that chip. Now, um, Kylie, we, we, like, whether or not there's some doubt about Salah, 
or whether there's some even doubt to do with rotation, to do with the um, Champions League game coming up. Um, is Triple Hepton and Liverpool this week a risk against Huddersfield? Um, and is it better, or is it better maybe to um, hold it and use it on the likes of Sterling against Leicester or Brighton? Um, now that we know that like Man City are basically going hell for leather for that title, and they don't really have to worry, they don't have to worry about the rotation for the Champions League because they're not in um, it. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm worried about um, Mane for rotation. Uh, this week I think as we sort of said Klopp has to play a strong team they cannot afford they have to win and even winning and being superb doesn't guarantee them a result but they certainly won't get a result if they kind of limit their chances even if it is Huddersfield while there is cause for some measure of concern because it is a valuable chip if you're talking about triple captaining Salah just because of the New York trip I, I do understand that. Um, and I probably myself wouldn't be willing to gamble it on Salah just with that, even that small amount of doubt. Mane, I would think, would be fine personally. Um, so I'd, I'd say I'd still play it on him. Alternatively, yes, there there is the option of putting it on someone like Sterling in um, another match. I mean, we could mm. find that City are feeling maybe a bit giddy because they themselves will have the perception that the, the biggest challenge they had to face was this United piece. Yeah. So the relief from them at Bernardo Silva's goal was palpable. Like they celebrated like they'd won the league. Um, and it was really obvious in all of them. And there was certainly a lot more pep in their step, excuse the pun, um, after they had scored that goal. So, I, you know, it's it's absolutely viable to go for one of them in one of the upcoming fixtures. I mean, for, for City, they're all really good fixtures. I mean, it's Burnley, Leicester. Now, the thing is, uh, Sterling, like Aguero, has been stronger at home. So it, maybe it's your Leicester at home, which is the Game Week 37 fixture. Um, that you might consider. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't look at, I wouldn't do it. I don't think I'd do it on Salah personally myself. I would if I was not otherwise worried about New York travel. Yeah, but if one way is if you're if you're worried about the travel, then just make sure your um, vice your captain. vice captain is on yeah. like Mane, for instance, or not, but you probably won't have Salah and Mane, but, you know, no, um, the, the man who's a Man City fixture this week. It's not a bad one either. Against uh, Burnley, it's Burnley away, away. Burnley. Yeah, like it's it's not ideal, but um, but I, I like I can't see Salah being fully rested anyway. Um, no, <clears throat> sorry, I, the, to be honest, the reason for me, I I, I use my triple captain chip, and one of the main reasons I'm bringing Mane and Salah in <clears throat> is to cover for that triple captain because a lot of people will triple captain them. So yeah, it has been the week that was earmarked by by many. Who yeah. knew that they wouldn't be going to use it for now? Indeed, um, Marzi, come to you. Morpheus Fire was asking a bit of lineup uh, lineup help for him. Uh, what's up, folks? Hope you had a good Easter weekend. Um, he's wondering about James Ward-Prowse versus Bournemouth or Camarasa versus Fulham. So, Marzi, who would you be your quick opinion on that? Oh, coin toss. Probably go Camara. Who, who's playing at home? I'll go with them. It's Ward Prowse at home. I think no. Yeah, it is. It is Ward Prowse at home. But I like. I personally I'll, prefer that for the. I think Ward Prowse is always oh. likely from a set. You rely. Yeah, you're relying on the set piece for Ward Prowse. Um, I'm, I I prefer Camarasa personally, but uh, honestly, Camarasa's been pretty key for Cardiff. Yeah, he has so. been. Okay, so the two of you are going Camarasa. I'm going Ward Prowse. And second question Morpheus asked was um, Duffy versus Newcastle or Bednarak versus Bournemouth. So um, both of them are at home. Um, who would you be going for on that one, Mersey? Well, I'm starting my, both my Brighton defenders and Bednarak because I'm going 4-4-2. Um, I, I will definitely start both Brighton defenders and I think Brighton, Newcastle now are, are safe. Based on the performances that I've seen lately, I wouldn't count them off. So I would I would start Duffy. Yeah, because Brighton actually have looked like a better team. I think their nerves started getting at them a bit with their performances last week, um, whereas they they definitely look more solid. 
good and more um more up for it. So now that they're they're probably safe, um, yeah, so I'd be they, I'd be thinking that they might they might kick off the the old um, what's the name of them training wheels and stuff, and uh, and Duffy might get that goal we all been waiting for. Well, but also, I mean, just Duffy and Dunk, they really did look like, you know, um, they were just machines uh, last night. Like, they were just absolutely stopping everything. Um, and it was sheer grit and determination from them. I felt so sorry for them, yeah. I didn't because I had Ericsson, so I was – and mm. I sold uh, Dunk for a hit, so I was absolutely delighted. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry, but um, I, I I do think it, you know it was rough going for them in that regard. But I I think with the the threat and um, Southampton's defence has disappointed, so I would definitely be playing Duffy. Stick with the Duffy. Yeah, I I agree hundred um, percent. And Kylie, well, this is a quick one from FBL DJ. Um, he was asking for a thirty six. Um, Arnold and Firmino in for Duffy and Aguero or Redmond and Firmino for Ericsson and Wilson. He already has Mane. Um oh this is not a this is not a quick question here. Um the Duffy Duffy and Aguero basically for um Trent and Firmino. I do I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't go for that one at all. No. Um, I think that's risky. Yeah, uh, the as we mentioned, Trent with the rotation, he's probably the one of the defence that I'd actually be a bit worried about. You know, uh, Duffy and I will bring play. Duffy still has uh, the Newcastle fixture. Certainly, is is a decent fixture. They could mm-hmm. get a result there, um, and he will definitely play. Um, and then Aguero and the caliber of player that Aguero is, yeah. um, I think it's it's a risky combination that I wouldn't look to do. The other thing is, is then basically Redmond and Firmino in for Ericsson and Wilson. Um, I'd be a little bit more open to really that like, one. Um, yeah, but I don't really like the idea of Redmond either. Mm. Um, if I'm going Southampton, I'm happy enough with Ward-Prowse really as a as a midfield option, but because um, I'm happy enough to stick him on my bench, whereas I think if I have Redmond, I'd probably likely to play him. I um, would want and, to get rid of Wilson, so I, I think, you know... Um, and I now I know he's talking about doing with the Oki Koki here a bit with the Aguero taking Aguero out, but um, Dom, I personally wouldn't go doing Anthony to take Aguero out in and any fixture in these last three because, like I said, yeah. Man City going whole hog for the title, and I don't think they're going to be resting Aguero. He looked brilliant tonight, even though he didn't actually return, but. But um, he he looked definitely better than his point return. Um, I'll give this one to you, Mersey Sheriff Ed FBL Sin was asking since the dev double game weeks are over and just a few to go, um, which best teams or players to stick till the end if no injury happens? Um, so I know we mentioned the Liverpool and Man City double up. Um, we also mentioned Son as being um, as having tasty ish fixtures, and he's not basically going to probably be rotated ahead of game week 36 because he's banned for the first Champions League game. Um, but what other players outside of those big ones are you kind of looking to fill out your team with, Mersey? Um, just touch on a few of them there for Sheriff or Sharif. I would uh, look for teams that are fighting for title, top four. Um... Or teams that, or, or even the seventh place. So you've got Wolves, Everton. We talked about Everton a lot. Uh, Leicester. Mm. So I'd look at the attacking players from those from those teams. That, those are mm. the players that I'd look at. Nice one, Mersey. Um, FBL Elements. Um, Kylie was asking about the best budget keeper for the running, um, and he's particularly wondering about can Gunn be trusted. Now I know you mentioned that you don't really, you're not liking the look of Southampton defensively. Um, when it comes to Bednarak, but what's your thinking on the best budget keeper and Gunn in particular? I don't particularly like any of the budget keepers at the moment, uh, to be honest. So, you know, on that basis and on fixtures, because Southampton's fixtures are nice, they were pretty nice for the double as well, but it didn't yield a result. But they've got Bournemouth at home, West Ham away, and then Huddersfield at home. So I, I think that he has of the budget keepers out there. I think that he has the best fixtures for it. So I'd probably stick with him if you have him. I really don't think that this is a time when you'd want to be changing your keeper 
um, unless you really have to. So you kind of want to use those transfers that are remaining there for, you know, high value players insofar as those people who are going to be able to deliver you quite considerable points or have the scope to. So Um, I would rely on them. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend sticking with gun. Definitely. Stick to your guns. Um, yes. Marzi, FBL, who's captain, a.k.a. Thunder Jeff, of course. Um, as the season comes to an end, which players would you expect to be on your radar for the start of next season? So I guess in this, we're looking at probably the budget players that we can, um, that that we, yeah, I know it's a tough one, but I think like Rashford will be a bit, it will be a lot more expensive next season. Um, he'll be one. Siggy is a good one. Honestly, honestly, I'm not even... Ownership. There's no way I'm thinking now about next season. As soon as game week 38 is over, if I'm not Jeff celebrating wants to forget the title, if I'm not celebrating the title, I will just be switching off FBO and not looking at it until August. But one thing I would say with VAR, you want you want to load on penalty takers. Hundred percent. Yeah, it I think it massive, could be the year uh, of Milo. <laughs> Milo definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll be next year, Salah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marzi, or come to you, Cody, on this one. Conman, um, Conman, nineteen seventy-five was asking, um, would you prioritize uh, Firmino or another defender to go with Mane and Robbo? Um, and so, I guess it's another defender. I'd imagine he means um, another Liverpool defender. So, um, would you prefer like to get in, say, Van Dijk or Firmino um, for the Ryan? What's what's your? Who do you think will will yield most points for their for their value? I think either could be well for for value. I think that uh, Van Dyke is the value pick, right? D- defenders, premium defenders tend to be because they they do tend to deliver a lot of points, and there's there's certainly clean sheets to be had in the remaining fixtures for Liverpool. Um, I think I'd still maybe be a bit intrigued by the idea of Firmino simply because I I do think that there's a lot of crap. <laughs> Uh, pre uh, sort of uh, forwards and a lot of people have uh, our forward whether it's a Wilson or a Gray or whatever they have someone in in many ways that they are willing to part ways with so I might mm-hmm. lean towards that but I I think that um, if those are your options i.e. you're not looking to try and bring in um, Salah or, or Mane which is understandable. It's very expensive to, to do that. If it's between the two of them, I think you you look at which part of your team is is the weakest and bolster there. Um, I would look at Van Dijk if you have um, you know Robertson and you're looking to supplement. I for the reasons you guys said, I probably wouldn't bring in Trent this week, um, just in case there's some risk of rotation there. But I, I think Van Dijk makes a good second. Could sneak in with another goal. So I'd go with whatever's looking weaker. All right. The second question from Conman was to do with, is Ericsson worth keeping for the last three games? What do you think, Mersey? Um, do you saw him playing against Brighton? Scored the goal, of course, that um, that broke the deadlock but uh, broke the Brighton hearts. But what's, what's your thinking on that one, Ericsson, um, as an FBL asset? I wouldn't, be su- I wouldn't be surprised if he's rested midweek. Uh, in, uh, sorry, this coming game week. Uh, mm. But if you have a strong bench because you just play, play bench boost, you just hope that somebody steps in for him if he gets rested. Otherwise, yeah, I would keep him. He's not some. He's you not someone. He's not a liability anyway. Unless you go in Sterling or Mane or Salah, there's no reason to go um, yeah. to, to get rid of Ericsson. Um, he was also asking about the best triple captain options. Now we've we've covered a good lot of them. That, yeah. um, we've covered a lot of them. Um, if you could own one low-owned punt for the remainder of the season who would it be um probably siggy if if like he's under 10 percent owned isn't he i wouldn't mind yeah, having a bit of a I shot at him he looks he, he's, he's in great he's form everything like. looked like they're buzzing um so yeah that probably siggy is who i would go for in terms of the low ownership guys um especially as a kdb replacement um john g grifters united was talking about the his captain on manny I'm wondering about whether you advise um, another Liverpool player or avoid the risk of rotation and look elsewhere like Son. Um, and I would probably do that, John, is I would look to spread the risk a little bit. And I don't think Mane is going to be rotated, so I think you're going to be safe. But uh, 
but as my vice, I would always try to get someone who looks like they're solidly, you know, um, a good player, but they're they're nailed on. And Son, it looks like that guy for this week. Um, Jimmy McIntyre's declared FBL. Um, Kylie, he was saying he already has Salah. Does this mean I should prioritise a second Liverpool attacker or Sterling? So if you were choosing, say, between Mane um, or Sterling um, for this game week and maybe looking at for the for the remaining three, um, where would you be going with that one? Uh, well, for this week, I, I would prefer Mane to Sterling just because uh, they're playing Huddersfield and Sterling doesn't tend to perform as strongly away from home as he does um, at home. Uh, so I think I, I'd kind of lean slightly towards him. Um, but it, it also depends on what form of City attack you have, given that you already have Liverpool attack. Do you have Aguero? Mm-hmm. If you don't have Aguero, then I would be going Sterling this week. Nice one. Um, and the let me see here. What do we have? Um, for what it's for what it's worth, I think Sterling would be actually the for he actually looks like the best player in the league at the moment. If I was being brutally honest, he's um, he's really banging form. Um, okay, next up, folks, we have Matt Williams M Dub underscore two pi was asking. He has currently has Trent and Mane planning to triple captain Mane. Would you take a minus four to go Duffy to another Liverpool defender? He's currently thinking no after Brighton's recent resurgence. He has Laporte, Dunk, and Bednarak in defence. Um, I wouldn't on that one, as we have mentioned that with the the double up. If Robertson is very expensive, if you wanted to, you go Van Dijk. But that triple up could quite easily turn into a double if, like we said there, if Trent is, in our opinion, the kind of most likely of the Liverpool defenders to be rotated, you could end up with just having having that uh, having basically a Liverpool double up, and you've already gone a minus four. Brighton. And Duffy, like they don't look that bad as much as they disappointed us in the first double game week. So personally, no on that one. Um, FBL Nylock, Marzi, come to you on this. Maybe you can discuss whether a hit is worth it at this stage of the season. Two schools of thought. Do it because it's the end. Just go for broke. Or don't do it because it's the end. So it'll be hard to earn back the spent hit points. That's his point of view. His or her point of view. So Marzi, what do you think on hits this stage of the season? Don't care. Go for it. If you think you need the players, go for them. I don't care about hits. Yeah, especially if your player is missing, say in the KDB's, um, you know, stakes, or if you want to get in that triple um, city, say for the run-in or anything like that. Hits definitely can be worth it, and just you know, if it's an explosive player, they definitely can. Um, FBL crate digger, um, Kylie. So he's basically talking about um, is Pogba a busted flush or is he essential for thirty-seven, thirty-eight? I certainly wouldn't say essential. What do you think? I'd say it's pretty far from essential. Mm. Um, yeah, that no. was obviously tied I mean, before tonight's match, by the way. So yeah, I mean, uh, let, you, by this stage, you would have heard my um, awkward description of him. Uh, was it flapping around? Uh, I don't know what like I said a, earlier. Uh, something like a drunk camel flapping his legs around the earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. There was definitely a camel reference in there. I'm not sure where that came from. Um, so I think that answers your question. No, I, de- yeah. I definitely don't. I, mean, I think it came somewhere from the red wine, Kylie. I'm sober. Give me a break. Um, I I think that, uh, yeah, I think there's other options. He's nailed, and that is what he has going for him. Yeah, 100%. Um, let me see here. Next question we have... Uh, um, David Hunter was asking KDB replacement for a one week punt um, and worth bringing in Pogba with his upcoming game so we've covered off that K- those KDB replacements and also Pogba um, none of us are in love with him but um, that's not to say that he won't he won't return but uh, we shall see how that goes let me see here who else have we got um, um, FBL Spurs. Right. Oh, that's basically another Man United question. Um, we covered that one off for you. Let me see now who else have we got. We have um, Gavin Doyle was asking, who would you recommend getting in for the injured De Bruyne? So we touched on Son, Siggy, um, multiple other options really. He already has actually Son Eriksson, so he has the, the Spurs double up Mane and Dekure in midfield. Um, so uh, it's we we did cover off De Bruyne earlier on. He's definitely the talking point of the week and going by our listener questions. Um 
the next up we have um yeah fbl audit was also asking about kdb um i know that um of course jeff um Thunder, Thunder Jeff was asking about um, our Game of Thrones uh, feedback on on episode two, Kylie. But we'll probably leave that one off for this weekend. Mar- or Jeff will have to just wait for next week because we're running short on time. Um, the contingency plan then. Paul Skyplayer and FBL was asking about the speaking of Game of Thrones. Um, our what's our Sala New York City contingency plan? Um, he thinks he'd prefer choosing to spend an evening with the Mother of Dragons over a night with the Huddersfields lads too, so um, I couldn't agree more. Mo looks very happy there alongside her. What do you, do you think, Mersey? He his mother ain't going to be happy with him. <laughs> do you not think I, so? No, this, Did, it's, it's, it's the joke. Last time he had a picture of the girl, she's like, why you put your arms around her? <laughs> she's very old fashioned. Yeah, yeah, she's very old fashioned. He put he put it on Twitter. He said, "Look, my mom, my mom's coming on WhatsApp," but it was it was quite funny. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Joseph Allegretti was asking about since this is the Liverpool headquarters, tell us who you think would be Reds versus Huddersfield. So we cover that one off, Joseph. Uh, if we're betting on anyone, it'd be Trent, um, with maybe Salah um, thrown in there as well. Um, FBL Wolf was asking um, thoughts about playing double. Brighton defence in game week 36 versus playing one and benching another for Valerie. Um, Valerie, I wouldn't be thinking, thinking whether he's going to play or not. I don't have a clue what his status is at the moment. He did Double come Newcastle. Double Newcastle. He, he, came, he came on for a few minutes in uh, to, to give me a one-pointer, which I was very excited about. That yeah, the, yeah, one point, but I know a lot of people probably who weren't bench yeah. boosting were cursing that because they were, uh, yeah, <laughs> they had players on their bench that, uh, that I scored, saw scored someone nicely. who uh lost out on their Trent points, 11 oh. points because of, of Valerie. That's a bit, um, that's that a bit sickening, yeah. So I think he's probably fit to play, um, but I, you know, this is one of those ones where you don't know what kind of Bournemouth is going to show up mm. to play Southampton. They're a bit trolly, the Bournemouth boys, so they could totally turn up and score. Um, well, whether Southampton ones. like it or not, whether Southampton like it or not, it's a derby, so it's going to be a hopeful contest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, much to Lucy's objection. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that you could, uh, I think that you could go. Uh, the double Brighton. I understand the resistance, but yeah, I think that's mm. a flip a coin thing almost. Well, I, I'm almost on that one, yeah, because my my um, goalkeeper situation is um, I have uh, Watford, oh, what's his name, Foster, and I have uh, Ryan, and um, I'm t- debating Ryan and Duffy um, as my team because I had planned on going Watford for the remainder, but I had didn't like the way they looked at all the last day so um, we'll, we'll see um, let's round out our listener questions folks with our usual one of our usual unusual ones shall we say from um, from Jeff um, he was asking random question 35 years have passed and all three amigos have had wonderful successful careers after achieved all your life goals what is the all telling title of your autobiographies his is he had the best of rhymes so um, Marzi come to you first on that one um, what's 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 your thinking on that? Shisha and chill. Say again. Shisha <laughs> and chill. It's appropriate. <laughs> and Kylie, how about yourself? Um, I think mine would be jazz hands because uh, my hands are, as I'm always told, you can't see them because we're on a pod. But I am one of these very expressive speakers so there's lots of flourishes and everything happening so they're always moving it's like a whole other language is happening with my hands um so when things are going well and I'm expressing myself they're flying everywhere and because I'm also uh someone who is a writer and I do a lot of creative stuff they are my my primary medium so it'd be jazz hands means things are going well and I, uh, Jeff, I don't have any quote for you, unfortunately. I, I, there is one on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. So I'll just have to present it to you on Twitter. I'll, I'll tweet it out shortly when, when my brain reactivates after that disappointing, uh, 
disappointing match I just watched. But uh, let's let's move on, folks, to our captain picks, of course, for Game Week 36. We did kind of move, mention earlier on, but, um, of course, here we give our bold one and our Barlow captain pick. Our bold one is our risky captain pick, and our Barlow is our boring, steady one. So, Marzi, come to you first. Um, who's your Barlow? Who's your bold one? Barlow will be Adas Salaman, the bold one will be Son. Nice, nice, nice and brief, and we understand why. Um, how about yourself, Kylie? Mane and Son. I don't have Salah, so same as Mars. Nice and easy. Yeah. And I'll, I'll do a clean sweep, because that's what I'd be going with too, is um, Mane, Captain, and uh, Son as my vice, because I don't have Salah either. Um, but uh, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully they'll bring home the points for us in Game Week 36. Um, and that's all we got time for, folks. So um, thanks a million, Mars. Thanks, Kylie, who you can, Mars, you can find at Mars05. Kylie, you can find at KylieFPL. And of course, follow our group account at Three Amigos FPL. I have been the Marple Curse. And um, thanks for listening, folks. Um, best of luck to you in Game Week 36. And of course, if you like and share the podcast on social media, it is much appreciated. Adios, amigos. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and